You're listening to the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast with Matt Curtis. This is the podcast that helps you take your creative team from wherever you are today to healthy and effective. What do you do when a ministry leader's problem becomes yours? And I don't mean you inherit a counseling appointment or a funeral or a wedding that you have to officiate. I mean, what if bad planning on the part of the ministry leader becomes yours to deal with as a church creative? Well, if you've served in the church for any length of time as a creative, you will already resonate with this problem. (laughs) This is very common in the creative ministry space. And today I want to talk a little bit about what you can do to help solve this problem. It's really a multi-phased approach. So there's not really a quick answer that just says, do this thing or send them this document and you've solved all of your problems. The document that I sent out in the most recent Creative Bytes newsletter is a series development guide. It's a tool that one of my good friends, a pastor that I served alongside, he and I worked together to develop this tool. The goal of it is to help pastors work through all of the different steps that are required to go into planning a teaching series. Once you've gone through this framework that we've built, you're gonna have all of the answers to all of the questions that everyone else has. But as I was writing the email and as I was preparing to send it out, I realized this isn't a tool specifically to help the church communicator. This is a tool to equip the church communicator to be able to help the ministry leader. And it's indicative of a much bigger problem that we encounter wherever we live on the creative landscape. So obviously I come from a church communications background, so my tools are gonna be a reflection of the communication space. But the leadership principles transcend that. So no matter where you are in the creative landscape of serving in a church, this strategy and this approach to change is gonna be worthwhile for you to consider. So we're gonna use this document as the baseline of our example. What's happening in this scenario is you're not getting enough time to design the graphics, create the videos, build a promotional strategy, for the next series that's coming. You may not even know what the pastor's trying to accomplish. You may not know what the goals are of the series. You have a title, and if you're lucky, the pastor has sent you something that they like. Here's a graphic that's kind of cool. Can we just copy that? Or some other church did a series like this. Let's just do something like that. So this is what you've been handed. As a creative, you're not really feeling like you're able to contribute in a meaningful way. Because at this point, you're just copying another church, You don't know how to translate what's happening to the congregation that you're serving. You don't know how to design graphics that will help communicate the message, the goal, the vision of the series. You're just sort of a copycat. And over time, this will continually breed frustration for you. And that's why we're having this conversation. Every framework, every system, every tool that I put out is somehow related to a healthy creative team. And this is no different. So what I wanna do is I wanna walk through what this tool, what this document can be useful for, for you in terms of helping make progress. The ultimate problem is that this is an issue that doesn't live in your lane. I don't know if you've heard that language before. I know for me, I came from a place where, hey, stay in your lane, that's not your job. You don't need to be worrying about that. Well, the problem that I kept running into was that whoever is in that lane isn't doing a good job. and their bad driving is encroaching on my ability to drive well in my lane. I'm not advocating that you mandate policies that are outside of your job. That's not how you approach it, and that's what we're talking about here. How do you navigate this? How do you help other people operate in a healthier way so that you're not inheriting these problems at the end of the line? Because that's what happens. If planning doesn't work well in the beginning on a series, you're gonna bear the brunt of that because you still have to figure out how to communicate it. 
So let's talk about what this looks like. The goal with this document is that it becomes the starting point for a conversation on how to build a weekend series. There's three different phases that I've seen and really that I've felt as a church creative that I go through and have gone through when it comes to my frustration level. And I want to bring these up because you need to be beginning conversations like this as early as possible. The natural approach to solving these problems for a creative leader is this. First, we get frustrated. We're frustrated with the ministry leader. So-and-so can't do this. They can't manage their time. I don't even know why they're here on staff. That's what we do. We complain because we're frustrated. Then in order to deal with the frustration, we start, we start making all these policies. We have requirements, okay? You need to give me three weeks advance notice. You know what? You need to give me four weeks advance notice. Look, if you don't fill out this form, then I'm not helping you. We start getting very regimented in our restrictions. We get very controlling of the process and we try to mandate behavior outside of our team. When you implement a system like that in a culture that values family or is very interpersonal in the way that they interact with each other, it's gonna feel rigid, robotic, and you will get a lot of resistance. It's not gonna win you any favors. So for me, there's a policy or an approach that I really, really like, and it's basically, how do I say yes to this? A way I heard this early in my career was yes, but. The beauty of focusing on getting to a yes or figuring out a way to support the ministry leader is that you open the door to a conversation that can actually lead to change. More rules very likely won't lead to more change. That's just not how they tend to work in the context of the church. It's a countercultural way to solve the problem. So here's what I found to be really helpful in these types of situations where someone else's dysfunction or inability to manage a project well becomes your problem. You, you first have to recognize that there is a problem coming your way. Is there anything that you can do to prepare for the disorganization or for the last minuteness that's coming your way? Is there anything that you can do to anticipate that? Is there anything that you can do in terms of your systems, your processes, the way that you approach projects? How can you prepare for a last minute project? Maybe it means having a set of templates. Maybe it means learning Canva. Now, that sounds like a crazy idea if you're in the Adobe ecosystem or maybe even if you're in the Affinity ecosystem. I use professional tools. I'm not using Canva. Well, you're missing out because Canva actually has a lot of tools that can help you get a really refined solution very quickly. I'm not saying it's the best solution for a trained designer to leverage Canva. There's nothing wrong with it, to be honest with you. I feel like there's more efficiency and more depth that can be found in these other design softwares. But at the end of the day, if you have two hours to create a project, you're up against it. So rather than being frustrated and defensive of the amount of time that you would prefer to spend, figure out the fire drill solution protocol. How do you solve a problem when somebody comes in and says, you have an hour to get me a design? I can design you a series graphic in an hour. No problem at all. Now, when I do it, I usually take more than that, but I can do it faster than that. And so this is the mindset that you need to adopt if you're gonna hope to lead change in the organization. If you're gonna be able to survive in an environment like this, where yes, change is needed. I'm not arguing that we need to make changes in a culture like this, but I am arguing you need to survive long enough to actually make the changes happen. So by building this arsenal of last minute, really fast turnaround projects, you now have the ability to still say yes to a ministry leader. Now, the other side of the coin, how do you help someone who isn't organized get organized? 
And that's really where a tool like the one that I sent out fits. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna send a document like this template to the ministry leader that's struggling with planning. And you know they're struggling with planning because every time you interact with them, you're not given enough margin. You don't need to call it out. You don't need to say, hey, because you're always late on projects, this might help you. That's not a helpful way to have this conversation and to be a benefit to the people around you. It's a great way to alienate yourself, create tension, and really breed unhealth in the organization. So don't approach it that way. Approach it as, I really wanna help you solve this problem. Send the ministry leader who plans your series this email. Hey, I don't know if you are to use a structure like this, but I came across this template and it looked really cool. I figured I'd shoot it your way in case it's helpful. Let me know if this seems like something that could work for you or if there's a specific tool that you're already using. By the way, if you're already using a tool or a framework to plan your series out, I would love to get a copy of it whenever you update it. That kind of information is so helpful for me to be able to support the ministry series more effectively. What you're doing in this conversation is you're saying, I wanna be helpful. I have my eyes open to the tools and resources that I come across, and I have you ministry leaders in mind when I see tools that I think are gonna be helpful. And so I'm gonna go out of my way to try to resource you with the best tools that I come across. Now, you have to understand, ministry leaders, let's say the planners of series in this instance, they have their own inputs. They have their own people that they're listening to. They have their own podcasters, bloggers, whatever, that are, that are pushing their own tools and resources. So this isn't a competition between tools and resources. So I wanna make sure that that's clear. What you're trying to do is you're trying to prompt the conversation to reveal if there is already a system in place. I can't tell you the number of times I went into a conversation, guns a-blazing, I'm ready to have a conversation about why don't you guys plan, only to learn that they were planning. They were using a different approach than I would have, but the problem wasn't that they weren't planning. The problem was that they weren't giving me the information I needed. So the problem really often is not that people aren't planning in your organization, it's that no one else knows what you need. Conversations like this continually prompt the dialogue to say, hey, do you happen to have this type of information? Or hey, do you happen to have that type of information? So what you're doing is you're really trying to just step in to learn what is the process that already exists here. I wanted to go into this a little bit because this is one of the critical parts of managing change in the organization and leading as a creative in the organization. Sometimes we take this posture where we get so defensive of the fact that we aren't equipped to just operate in a perfect state ourselves. That's true, we're not, but we're also not the centerpiece of the organization. We take this attitude and this posture way too often where if things aren't going good for me, I'm disgruntled. Get over it and start leaning into the problem. Start participating in solving the problem. If you notice that a certain ministry leader is bad at planning, Great, go help them learn how to plan better. There was a season of time where we had a certain ministry leader and to his own admission, he wasn't really good at the administrative side of things. He, he made it clear to us, look, I'm struggling in this area. I really wanna try to get better, but I feel like I don't really know the best way to do it. It's not my gift, it's not natural to me. So I just want you to know if I'm late on projects, then you know that's why. Well, I talked to my communications director at the time and I said, look, 
love this person's attitude. Would you go ahead and schedule a meeting with them? Meet with them twice a month and just talk to him about administrative things. See if you can invest in him and grow him in this area that he's wanting to grow in. And you know what happened? We were able to invest in this ministry leader and help him grow in an area where he wasn't as strong as he wanted to be. Do you know how much that changes the way that the communications team, the creative team, the productions team, the whatever team, do you, do you know how much that changes the perspective with the rest of the organization? Anytime there's a problem that we're equipped to solve, let's lean in and let's see if there's a way that we can step into that stream of where the problem is and say, hey, I've noticed that it's been really difficult for you to get the series planning stuff to us on time. Is there a way I can help? Do you want to have a meeting before the meeting? And maybe we can you know, bounce some ideas off of each other. There was a stretch where I was going in and having meetings with the people that were planning series. And I was saying these questions. I was saying, hey, I'd love to be able to support you as best we can. What's one goal that you have for this project or for this series? What's the objective here? What are you hoping people learn? Is this like an educational series? Do you want people to take their mission seriously? You want them to act? Great. Do we have any opportunities for them to do that? I wasn't stepping out of my lane and leading the church. I wasn't building the ministry initiatives that happen. And I wasn't even defining what we teach about. I was just stepping in to help provide a little bit more organization, a little bit more structure, and maybe even a little bit more vision around what we could be accomplishing in the planning phases and then getting that information so that we could actually execute it. So as you approach problems in your organization, I want you to take time to just pause and observe, reflect, what are the problems that are happening? And then start thinking about where these things stem from. Do they stem from a specific cultural problem in the organization? They might. I've been in organizations where there have been systemic cultural problems and a lot of issues stem from that specific problem but I've still been able to figure out solutions and ways to solve the problem enough so that our team is able to operate in a good and a healthy way. So I encourage you to do that, track where these problems come from, and then provide resources, introduce the problem to someone else. Hey, I've noticed this, is there a way I can be helpful? Hey, I came across this template, thought you might be interested. I read an article about this thing that I'm not involved in, but I thought you might be interested because you're involved in it. There are a lot of different tools and resources that are available out there. And as you come across them, when you send them to other people, even if that's the entirety of the conversation, you're building a reputation as one who wants to lean in and solve problems. And ultimately what you're doing is you're actually solving the problems in your own space by helping people outside of your space get better at what they do. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leading Healthy Creative Teams. This podcast is just one of the ways Lunchtime Heroes helps build healthy creative teams in the church. Stay up to date on the latest by signing up for the Creative Bites email at lunchtimeheroes.co.